some shit, gotta make some shake, ayy. Paper chase, ayy. Paper chase my posse, oh jeez, ayy. We all blink, blink. Bitch, my posse, oh jeez, ayy. We all blink, blink. All the pop boys say it's time to paper chase. Counting up kids on the way to the bank. Keep flossing on hoes, that's why hot boys say it's money on the floor. version of what I'm about to talk about then go on to YouTube because this is the longer version of what the breaking news coming out of Cleveland and Utah as they make a deal these niggas making a deal these niggas making a deal so Donovan Mitchell was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers y'all ooh wee we gonna call this episode State of the Union, Donovan Mitchell. Oh boy! So, the trade is Donovan Mitchell. Cleveland just acquired Donovan Mitchell, right? And they traded Lori Marketing, the rookie draft choice, O'Shea Akbaji. That was a surprising, that was surprising. I bet you he, he, you know, O'Shea purchased a damn house in Cleveland. Now he got to sell that bitch back. Shit crazy. And Colin Sexton was included in that deal. But I don't know what's going to happen. Like, do teams have to send Utah offer sheets? Or is Colin Sexton signing a, a deal with Utah? to stay in Utah for the foreseeable future because I'm pretty sure they got enough money to pay for him now. With Mitchell's contract off of the books. And then they get a 2025, 2027, 2029 first round pick and pick swaps in 2026 and 2028. Wow. 
is what I have to say. Because here's the thing. It's always been New York, New York, right? Well, Cleveland was a dark horse. Cleveland was one of those teams that was inquiring about Mitchell. And I felt like they had a shot to get him. I didn't think they was just going to get him, no. I don't think anybody expected this. I don't think nobody expected Donovan Mitchell to go to Cleveland. Everybody expected him to go to New York. But here's the problem. New York loses at everything. They lose at everything, dude. Like, they lose. They be taking L's, bro. Wow. My thoughts on this is the East just became beasts. The East, my goodness. Mitchell and Garland, you know, there's a team out there that reminds me of this current Cleveland team right now. And that is the Atlanta Hawks. And I, I, if you've listened to me before, I've said on previous shows that Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell always needed that respectable backcourt teammate that can take the pressure off of them. And now they both have what they want. And not only that, but they both have Eastern Conference contenders that can battle the likes of Milwaukee, the likes of Boston, the likes of Brooklyn. I think Cleveland is going to be a completely tough out. And they're definitely going to make the playoffs now. And whatever grade I had them as far as the offseason grades, just take that and make that an A minus. <laughs> That's an A minus move right there. You get a star player in Mitchell. And you already have an all star in Garland. You have an all star in Jared Allen. You got Karis Levert. You have Isaac Okoro. You have Evan Mobley. Who has all-star potential. You have Ricky Rubio. You got Robin Lopez. Yeah, man. This is big. And we're going to talk NBA, man. This is an NBA show. But before we, you know, get to more NBA talk. Um, Ari Lennox just announced her album, Age, Sex, and Location. Um, J. Cole listened to the album and said that this is like an album talking about dating in 2022. That's what he um, mirrors this album to. And everyone has been waiting on Ari's sophomore album. And I'm completely excited and I can't wait to hear it. It's uh subject is it's ready to drop on uh September 9th. At at Lakers, I don't know if y'all watched that video on YouTube, but if not, um before Taylor Horton Tucker became a member of the Utah Jazz, which is crazy because Utah got a little rough 
talk about this, man. This going to be an NBA show, man. This is what the NBA looks like. And I'll tell you whether a team is going to make the playoffs or miss the playoffs. But anyway, I just got one word to say. Fan duel, bitch. But anyway. <laughs> so. far as the Mitchell deal but back to the what I was talking about right so the Pacers were looking to acquire Taylor Horton Tucker and Russell Westbrook you know what I'm saying and the Lakers 2027 and 2029 first round picks and they were going to get in return Miles Turner Buddy Hield, and Daniel Tice but the Lakers thought shit was sweet like they were going to get them niggas and and just go on their jolly merry way. <clears throat> Wrong. It's like it's a high price to pay for fame. Even for guys like Turner, Heald, and Tice that can help the Lakers. But however, the Pacers wanted to get this shit done. I know the Pacers did want to get that shit done because they they asked. They'll take anything at this point. But unfortunately, the price was just way too steep for L.A. to give up their two first-round picks and that contract of Russell Westbrook. So more than likely, I am going to say that they're more than likely keeping Russell Westbrook. And I think they should, because that's $47 million off the books next year. They can possibly sign somebody next year, because they're not, you know, they're not going to have any first-round picks. So what else are you supposed to do for real, for real, huh? I don't think they're going to get Heel, Turner, or Tice. I th- think they're just going to be that same team. But anyway, let's get to it, man. Let's let's talk team by team. And let's see what's popping with it. Atlanta Hawks. Man. Let me tell you something. This Hawks team's going to be scary. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. I mean, you got Trey DeJounte. DeAndre, John, and Clint as the starters. Then you got Bogdanovich. I keep forgetting about this dude. Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday, Bohan Bogdanovich, Mo Harkless, Onyeka Okungru, AJ Griffin, Jalen Johnson. They added Trent Forrest and Frank Kaminsky too. Shit. I, 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 they're definitely going to win 50 games. I can see it now. I can see clearly now, nigga. Let's check that Boston Celtics uh, depth chart. So, we got Malcolm Brogdon. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Robert Williams III. That's an interesting starting lineup. 
Then you got maybe Horford coming off the bench. Danilo Gallinari is injured. But we don't know how long he's going to be out, though. Um, We got Derek White still, Peyton Pritchard, J.D. Davidson. They signed Noah Vonley, which is some depth. Hey, man. Celtics, I'm not going to lie. They may have the best record in the East. They're definitely going to make playoffs. Let's talk about the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, because they're not going to be the same team next year. Unless they make a move, and unfortunately, there's not many moves they can make since all of the star players, you know, I think Mitchell could have been a great play for Charlotte to make. But unfortunately, they're stuck with this same old team. Same old team. I mean, you got LaMelo, Rozier, who's inconsistent, Gordon Hayward, who's injury prone, P.J. Washington, we don't know where his head is. Mason Plumley, who's a mid-pack. Is James Booknight going to get clocked? Is that other Martin twin going to play? Kelly Oubre definitely going to play. Jalen McDaniels and Mark Williams. I, I see Mark Williams being the starter by the year's end. Still got JT Thor. Nick Richards. I mean, that's this is a decent team. But I don't see Charlotte making the playoffs or the play-in this year. They're going to miss. Let's move on to the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I always seem to forget about the Nets being a B. You know what I mean? I mean, we already know what it is with Brooklyn. We already know what it is. We know they making playoffs, even with injuries. So you got right now Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Nick Claxton. That's going to be crazy, man, on paper. I really do believe that Ben Simmons should play like a real power forward, like in the paint. Let's see if he works on his post game in the offseason. Then we got Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Royce O'Neal, TJ Warren, Markeith Morris, who's a new signee, Dayron Sharp, Cam Thomas. It's going to be tough for Cam Thomas to get minutes this year with all these guards coming back. I still think that Cam is going to uh, have some big games. I just don't think that he's going to get the minutes to uh, grant him the uh, six-man of the year. You know? Yo, honestly, it's going to be like maybe a .5 game separating um, Brooklyn and Boston for the one seed, in my opinion, because this team is just too damn good, even if they 
miss if players miss games. Like this team is loaded. All right, let's check out the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls, I mean, they're going to have Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, and Nikola Vucevic. With Goran Dragic, Alex Caruso, Javante Green, um, Andre Drummond coming off the bench, Ayo Sumo, Derek Jones Jr., Tony Bradley. I mean, this Daylon Terry, forgot about him. I don't know about um, Marco Simonovic. I don't know if he's going to get any clock, but that would be great if he did. Chicago's a good team, but however, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to probably be a lower seed like a seven or a six, especially with, with what Cleveland did today. I think Chicago falls a little bit to like either sixth or seventh, especially with Atlanta. I honestly think Atlanta and Cleveland are better than Chicago. No disrespect, because I think Chicago's roster is amazing. But if we keeping it a bill in a beam, I think that Cleveland and Atlanta are better than the Bulls. Even with DeRozan being an all-star with, you know, Lonzo coming back, you know, sometimes some teams will just rank higher than you, despite your talent. The East is deep as fuck. That's all I'm going to tell y'all. Which leads us to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okoro, Evan Mobley, Jarrett Allen, Karis LeVert, Kevin Love, Jetty Osman still there, Raul Neto. Um, it's a decent little squad. They could go eight, nine deep in the playoffs. be very interesting to see this Cleveland team next year. I can see now I had them at 43 games. Now I'm probably going to say 47, 48, maybe even 49. Let's move on to Dallas. Dallas Mavericks are going to be a hell of a team. Don't sleep on the Mavericks next year. Especially with a third, uh, uh, what, 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 what's this going to be, fifth, uh, Luca's fourth year or fifth year? Like fourth or fifth year Luca. This dude averages 33 points per game 
in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. That is insane. You got Luca, Spencer Dinwiddie, Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, Christian Wood. Then you got JaVale McGee coming off the bench, Maxi Kleber. Tim Hardaway Jr. is probably going to be a six-man next year. Frank Nigalita, Jaden Hardy, Theo Pinson's actually going to stop talking shit on the sideline and actually come out that jersey and play some basketball. Davis Bertrands. I mean, hey, man, this team ain't bad. Like, this is definitely going to be a playoff team, no doubt in my mind. Now let's move on to the Denver Nuggets. We're just looking at depth charts right now, and then I'm going to tell you whether they're going to make the playoffs or not, in my opinion. Denver Nuggets, this is going to be a team, I don't know. This team on paper has 60 win potential. Potential. They're not, I didn't say they were going to win 60 games. I'm saying, like, if everyone's healthy and on their shit and on their P's and Q's, this team can muster 60 games. They can do it. I mean, you have the MVP and Joker. You have Jamal Murray coming back. And then you can never count out playoff Jamal Murray. KCP, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Bone Thailand, Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan, Zeke Naji. Ish Smith. I mean, this team is deep as fuck. Not gonna hold you. One bit. Definitely a playoff team. Maybe even a top three seed in the West. Maybe a top three seed in the West. At three. Now let's move on to my Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons are going to be better than what you think they will be. I promise you. So we got Cade Ivey, Sadiq, Marvin Bagley Jr., and, 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 and Stu. Now, I got a feeling. It's just a feeling. I think that Jalen Duran is going to be in the starting lineup before the season is over. Because I think Duran, I mean, Duran is described as this project player. Um, I don't know about that. I think he's ready. But I guess they're probably going to not start him and then just go with the lineup from last year. But I have a feeling that Duran will take Bagley's spot at some point within the season. As good as Bagley played for us. Then you got Killian Hayes off the bench. You got Alec Burks, Hami Diallo, Isaiah Livers, Nerlens Noel, Rodney Magruder, Kevin Knox. I really hope Kevin Knox gets his shit off in Detroit, man. I really do. I really hope he balls out in, in, in Detroit, man. Because Kevin Knox never really got the shot that I felt like he deserved in the in the pros. 
Now, Detroit is definitely going to miss the playoffs. No disrespect. No disrespect intended. But, you know, I think they're one year away. I think they're simply just one year away from being a play-in team. So let's move on to Golden State. Man, the champs reloaded. The champs reloaded, man. Steph Curry, still the same lineup from last year. Steph, Clay, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman, Dante DiVincenzo. Oh, man. Jermichael Green was a big pickup. Moda Moody, the homie Moses Moody. I think Patrick Baldwin Jr., I think we'll see him at some point this season. From what I've seen the footage, he's like a 6'11 Clay Thompson. Not the best ball handler, but you know he's tall and can stay in front of people and can score at will. So I'm hoping that he cracks the lineup. Golden State definitely obviously a playoff team. They're the defending champs. How would they miss the playoffs? Outside of maybe injury. the Houston Rockets depth chart. The Rockets are another team that I think is going to be better than what a lot of people say. I mean, we finally got to see what the uh, fuss was about with Jalen Green last year. We finally got to see like what his potential could be. I mean, you still got KPJ. Eric Gordon's still there. I don't know why. I'm pretty sure they'll probably run him off the bench and Jay Sean Tate's going to start Jabari Smith playing the four. Alperin Sengun. Usman Dudu Garuba. I know y'all got that joke. Usman Shitstain Garuba. Josh Christopher. Ty Ty Washington Jr. Trey Burke. KJ. Willie Colley Stein. I mean, on paper, this is not a bad team. But I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And that's completely fine. They're still relatively young. Now let's move on to the Indiana Pacers. I mean, Indiana Pacers are not really a good team. And yeah, I said that. I think I said that the Rockets are going to miss the playoffs. I don't think I said that right about Houston. Despite them missing the playoffs, though, I think they're going to be fun to watch. Definitely a team I'm interested in seeing play some ball. So the Pacers right now um, have uh, Halliburton, uh, Benedict Matherin, Buddy Heal, Jalen Smith, and Miles Turner. That's actually a good five. I think Indiana will be competitive in some of these games, though. Don't get me wrong. 
They're still gonna get their ass beat, but not by that, not not like 25, more like 15 points. I mean, TJ McConnell, Chris Duarte, Gogo Batadze, who remind me of uh, kind of like a uh, Stephen Adams prototype to me. Aaron Neesmith was a dope pickup. So was Isaiah Jackson. Like, I definitely like the move. But uh, Indiana, I think they're going to miss. That's just me. L.A. Clippers. I mean, we already know uh, the uh, goddamn state of the Clippers. We know they making the playoffs if healthy. Because I know you got John Wall, who hasn't been healthy in four years. You know, seeing him in that run, you know, with Paul George, you know, in that gym run with him, you know, he, you know, Wall's explosive as he once was. His jump shot allegedly has improved. We already know he got the defense. That defense ain't gone nowhere for John Wall. So the Clippers starting lineup is John Wall, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Nicholas Batum, and Avisa Zubak. Now, Kawhi Leonard might not be ready for the start of the season. So more than likely, Norm Powell is going to start in place of Kawhi. So you still got Reggie. You still got Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris probably going to start over Batum, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Marcus Morris starting. Robert Covington still there. Terrence Mann still there. They just need a backup big man. And I mean, Dwight Howard would be perfect for them. I don't know what people are waiting for. Now, my favorite team in the whole wide world, the Los Angeles Fakers. No, I'm just playing. Uh, let's look at their depth chart. It's it's pretty laughable. You know what I'm saying? But me personally, um, I don't see the Lakers making the playoffs. I see them making the play-in, though. They'll definitely make the play-in. And they'll definitely win more games than 33 this year. I highly doubt that this Lakers team is going to win 33 games again. That would be ridiculous. Right now, as it stands, both Russ and Pat Bev are going to start together alongside uh, Austin Reeves, LeBron at four and AD at five. We've heard stories about AD not liking playing at five. Well, you ain't got no choice, big baby. You got to man up. You got to put your nuts on the table and get this shit going, my nigga. Then you got Juan Toscano Anderson, Kendrick Nunn, aka Table Table for Nunn, <laughs> Table for Nunn. <laughs> Y'all get the joke. Lonnie Walker the fourth, who, with whom I'm saying he's gonna have a career year this year with with Los Angeles. Thomas Bryant, Damian Jones, Winyan Gabriel still there. I mean. This line, this group is a pack of mid to me outside of LeBron and AD and Russ. I mean, Pat Bev is a good addition, but I 
think they're a couple of years too late when this team was about like championships. I think this team is going to be around 500, if not just above 500, but they're going to miss the playoffs. Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis, I say definitely making the playoffs. I'm excited about what the Grizzlies got. I mean, basically, you know, they're going to be without uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. for the foreseeable future. We don't know when he's returning. Some are saying around all-star break. Some are saying earlier. We don't know for, for, for real. He just had surgery, so we got John Morant, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jake LaRavia, and Steven Adams as the starters. So they're going to put the rookie out there that fast? Wow. That's a hell of a responsibility. They definitely needed a Jake LaRavia to stretch the floor in Memphis. Um, You got um Brandon Clark, who I feel should be starting. Xavier Tillman, Zaire Williams, Kennedy Chandler, John Conchar. I mean, it's a decent little lineup. They did lose a couple of key pieces and whatnot. But I think Memphis is just going to get into the playoffs. Probably be a 6 or a 7 seed next year. The Miami Heat. Of course they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, Miami did lose some key pieces. Not gonna lie. But I still think that Miami is gonna make an impact. But I don't see championship. Miami needs to make another move. Right now they have Lowry, Struss, Butler, Robinson and Adebayo. So they're gonna try to run Robinson at four. I highly doubt that. But they are a little-ass team, though. They did lose, um, old boy, uh, P.J. Tucker. So, that wouldn't shock me if they actually ran Duncan at the four. That would be shocking to me. Even though I feel like Bam should play four, that's just me. Tyler Hero, I think he should start next year instead of Max Struss. I think Max Struss is more of a six-man type of role, type of guy. Dwayne Dedman, Victor Oladipo, who is finally like 100% healthy now. Yeah, like they, they need to look out for Victor Oladipo. Oladipo is going to be huge for, for Miami um, next year. Milwaukee Bucks, definitely a playoff team. No doubt, in my mind, a playoff team. 
team. I mean, you got Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Brooke Lopez. I mean, this team has been, you know, this team won one of my favorite rings. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't do it like that no more, where it's just natural team basketball. I mean, you got George Hill returning, Pat Connington, Bobby Portis re-signed, Serge Ibaka's back, Marjan Bochamp. This is a very deep roster that could go 10 to 12 deep. Definitely a playoff team. Let's move on to Minnesota. Now, a lot of people are talking down on the uh, Timberwolves, even with the acquisition of um, Rudy Gobert. I say they make the playoffs. And I also say that they win the play-in as well. But this team is deep enough to compete. Not deep enough to win a playoff series. But definitely, possibly, maybe a 7th or 8th seed in the West. Because I got a feeling that the West is going to have a lot of 500 records. And so is the East. I mean, you got D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels. That's probably going to be Kyle Anderson. I think Slow Mo's going to start. Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. A lot of people question whether this um, Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns thing is going to work out with two centers out there. You know, Gobert's defense has always been finicky on the perimeter, but on the inside, and, you know, Carl Anthony Towns has never played alongside, like, a true rim protector. Like, Gobert, so this will be interesting. I mean, you still got Austin Rivers, Bryn Forbes, Jalen Now, who was a, a definitely an underrated player. They just recently signed Luka Garza. That's a decent backup for them. But I say Minnesota makes playoffs. Now, let's move on to New Orleans. Whoa, they. The Pelicans are definitely going to make the playoffs, barring injury, of course. But I think this team is more than capable of winning a playoff game. Definitely be a top five, maybe top six team in the West. I mean, you got CJ, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Zion Williamson, and Jonas Valley and Shunis. I think that should be the lineup. I mean, but you got Jose Alvarado. Whew. Lockdown. Devontae Graham, Larry Nance Jr., Jackson Hayes, Trey Murphy. Dyson Daniels, Najee Marshall, Garrett Temple. Like, this is a deep-ass team. I say yes to the playoffs for New Orleans. New York Knicks. Now, you know my answer. Hell no to the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Well, it looks like the Donovan Mitchell deal is off the table now, obviously. But the Knicks, they're going to suck. Y'all going to be booing the shit out of them this year. I mean, Brunson, Fournier, Barrett, Randall, and Robinson sound good on paper. But as compared to the other starting fives that you heard so far, 
I just don't see them making playoffs. I think Brunson has a career year, and I think that Randall bounces back. I mean, I like Quentin. I like their bench, though. Don't get me wrong. I feel like the bench is going to keep the Knicks in a lot of games with Quickly, Grimes, Reddish, who's demanding a trade, by the way, Obi Toppin, and Isaiah Hartenstein. Still a deep, decent 10-man roster right here. But let's move on. OKC, they're definitely not making the playoffs. Definitely not making the playoffs. I mean, obviously, that's due to the uh, season-ending injury for Chet Holmgren. Yeah, Chet Holmgren missing the season is sad, y'all. So their lineup's going to be Shade, SGA, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, Darius Baisley, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Got both Jalen Williamses, Theo Maladon, Pokashevsky. I mean, this team is ass. I'm not going to lie to y'all. So they're probably not going to win any games. Not many games. Orlando, they're definitely going to miss the playoffs. I guarantee it. Definitely missing the playoffs. So we got Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, Paolo Bencher, Earl Wingdale Carter Jr. with Cole Anthony as the sixth man. Jonathan Isaac, mm, Terrence Ross. Well, Terrence Ross ain't even on this team no more. He on the Clippers. So I thought. Been wrong before, but I doubt it in this case. Now the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes to the playoffs. Definitely going to make the playoffs next year. I can see it. Even with barring injury or whatever. Like... Maxi Harden, Tucker, Harris, and Embiid. That's a good starting lineup, ladies and gentlemen. Then you got Melton, Thibel, Paul Reed, Daniel House Jr., Shake Milton, Gorgeous Niang. It's a decent 10-man rotation, 10-11-man rotation right here. Definitely a playoff team. Phoenix, yeah, I can see them making the playoffs. They may have to play a play-in game. But I can see that. He still got the same lineup from last year in Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Michael Bridges, Jay Crowder, and DeAndre Ayton. Same bench with Campaign, Landry Samet. They'll be, you know, people that tell me, like, how can they go from winning 64 games all the way to a seven seed? I mean, the West improved, and they stayed the same, except they lost uh, JaVale McGee. They did add Damian Lee and Josh O'Kogie, so that helps. Let's move on to Sacramento. Now, even though I don't think that the Sacramento Kings are going to make the playoffs, I think they'll be in the playing game. 
got De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and uh, DeMontis Sabonis. Then, off the bench, you got uh, then you got Davion Mitchell, Kevin Herter, um, Kent Bazemore. I mean, this is a very good team, man. I'm not going to lie. Sacramento going to give a lot of niggas problems. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't know if teams want to see Sacramento in one playing game, dude. Because they're dangerous. Alright, let's move on to the Toronto Raptors. Now, y'all might call me crazy when I say this, but I do not think the Raptors are going to make the playoffs next year. I say they make the play-in game but I don't see them making the playoffs next year. Because I think it's going to be some trades going on. I think some of those players on the Raptors are going to end up on other teams. Those are my thoughts. But... Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, Otto Porter Jr., Malachi Flynn, Precious Achua. Decent rotation, but I don't see them making the playoffs. No disrespect intended. Utah Jazz. Now, we know after the Donovan Mitchell deal, we know damn well that they not making the motherfucking playoffs. Now that Mitchell is gone, the hopes of the playoffs are done. Now currently as it stands, as it will not stand, it is Mike Conley, Colin Sexton, Bogdan, Bohan Bogdanovich, Lori Markkinen, and Walker Kessler with Jordan Clarkson, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Rudy Gay, Nikhil Alexander, Darren Walker, Agbaji, Horton Jr., Stanley Johnson, listen. This nigga Danny Ainge is going to continue to flip assets. He's not done. It's going to be so many teams calling about Conley, Bogdanovich, Clarkson, and Beasley. And Rudy. It's going to be so many teams calling about those guys. And I bet money that they end up on other teams by the before the uh, All-Star break. Probably at the trade deadline. Could be quicker than that. Because, you know, Ainge is a wheeling, dealing son of a bitch. Last but not least, the Washington Wizards. Uh, the starting lineup is Monte Morris, Bradley Beal, Will Barton. Kyle Kuzma and Christoph Porzingis. And then Johnny Davis off the bench. DeLon Wright, Rui Hashimura, Daniel Gafford, Corey Kispert. Hey, this ain't a bad 10 players, but I'm going to say that Washington is a play-in team. I can see them being a play-in team. Winning a play-in game. Because I think they're going to be ninth or 10th in the East. 
even with, you know, I mean, they have the potential to make playoffs because that Beal and Porzingis duo, I'm anxious to see where that's going to go. I'd love to watch this team play to see, like, if Beal and Porzingis can play together. But all in all, that's my show. This is King Known Uncensored, State of the NBA, Donovan Mitchell, and I'm out.